0: Have you fallen off track with your New Year's resolutions yet? If you're nodding your head, don't worry, my friend. You're not alone. Research suggests about 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February. Those aren't great odds. In this episode, I'll share how you can avoid becoming a New Year's resolution statistic by setting goals your brain actually sticks to. Plus, one strategy to get back on track with your 2022 goals if you've started to slip back into those old habits. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. New Year's resolutions. Whether you love them or hate them, most of us make some type of goal or resolution for the new year. Maybe your goal for this year was related to your business or your job, your health, family, finances, or whatever it is you want to achieve this year. It's December 31st, and you're starting to feel excited for the new year, full of possibility, hope, and anticipation. You say to yourself, that's enough of these habits that are holding me back. In 2022, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose weight, save money, finally quit my job, get out of this relationship rut, finally make a change. And you start the year really excited and motivated, right? You buy that gym membership, sign up for that class, start looking for a new job. You're committed. This year will be different. And you go hard at first. You stay on track with those new habits. But soon, that motivation starts to fizzle. And that's totally normal. When you're trying to change anything in your life, make a goal, achieve a resolution, start new habits or new routines, it's important to remember that at its core, Your brain is designed to keep you safe. For your brain, life is the safest inside your comfort zone. Habits develop for a reason. They make life easier for your brain. Habits make it so we can do things with less effort. Each task that you do during the day takes effort, and some tasks take more energy than other tasks. For example, driving to work is easy peasy, right? We've all gone into autopilot, gotten to work, and you couldn't remember the drive there, and you're hoping you stopped at all the lights. That's normal. Because your brain has driven to work so many times, it's become a routine you don't need to think about. You get in your car, start it up, and your brain takes you on the route to work with minimal effort. But what if there's construction and you're rerouted, and all of a sudden you're having to turn down the radio so you can focus, and you get to work feeling stressed and tired already, right? Your brain develops habits to make life easier, to be more efficient, and to save you energy. Because your brain runs on energy, it burns calories, and it wants to conserve that energy. Change takes energy. That's why taking a new route to work is harder and tires you out. Why New Year's resolutions are hard to stick to, even if you really want to achieve that goal. And you feel super motivated this year. You start that new habit, whether it's exercising regularly or working on a big project in your business, but pretty quickly your brain says, whoa, whoa, this is too much work. All this energy is being put into that new habit, whether it's going to the gym, budgeting, looking for jobs, whatever the new habit is. And quickly, your brain is going to pull you back into those old habits. It's easier to go home and sit on the couch rather than going to the gym it's easier to go back to having a massive to-do list and juggling a million balls at once rather than focusing on one task at a time and setting boundaries at work. Your brain wants to save energy, so it pulls you off track and back into old behaviors and routines because that's easier and requires less energy for your brain. Part of the reason goals and resolutions are so hard for our brains is we write them in a way that's not easy to stick to. We often set goals that are pretty vague and not specific. Like, I'm going to get in shape this year. Your brain says, what does that mean? Lose so much weight, fit into certain clothes. How are we going to do that? Ugh, this is so much work, so much effort. Let's just stay in our jammies and binge a season of iZombie on Netflix, which I am watching right now. It's a perfect mix of campy horror, witty banter, and detective mystery that I like in my TV. Highly recommend. So we make these vague goals that are hard to stick to, and your brain wants to quit. Or we set goals in a way that they're unachievable. I'm all for big goals and dreams, but when we set big goals, they need to be step-by-step. It's not reasonable to tell your brain, I'm going to go from never working out to exercising every day this year. That much change takes a ton of energy, and it's not sustainable. Your brain's going to push back against these goals. They're too much work. They take too much energy, and your brain doesn't like that. The solution? Have you ever heard of SMART goals? Sounds cheesy, like some acronym your boss made up, I know, just to be catchy. I'm not a fan of acronyms, actually. It was one of my least favorite parts of working for years in public health. They have acronyms for everything. But the science behind SMART goals is pretty sound. Let me explain how SMART goals work. The S stands for specific. You want your goals to be as specific as possible. This makes it way easier for your brain. Instead of, I'm going to save money this year, a more specific goal is, I'm going to put a dollar in a jar every day and save that money as an emergency fund. This specific goal requires less effort for your brain. Your brain doesn't have to figure out what save money means. It has a specific goal it can work towards and this takes less resources and energy, so you're more likely to succeed. The M stands for measurable. Remember, your brain is lazy by default. It wants to save energy. If your brain can't tell if it's winning or not when it comes to your goals, it's gonna give up. Get in shape is a great example. Your brain can say, well, I went for a walk today, that must be good enough, and you give up, right? Going for a walk every day for 20 minutes at lunch is a more measurable goal. It gives your brain a defined outcome, so you know if you're on track, and you're not spending energy to figure out if your goal is working or not. The A in SMART goals refers to goals being achievable or attainable. Let's go back to that goal of working out every day, but right now I'm a couch potato who thinks running is a method of torture which I do, by the way, running is not my thing and would not be an easy choice for my brain when it comes to exercise. Big goals are great, but if they're too far in the future, your brain loses motivation and it takes energy to maintain that momentum. Your brain doesn't want to do it. So it starts to pull you back into those old habits. Make sure your goal or resolution is something that starts small. I recommend baby steps to any new habit. Each step seems small, but it builds momentum for your brain. Instead of run every day, a more achievable goal to start with would be to go for a walk once a week. I know it's frustrating to start small. Our brains also want all the success right now. But this is a better long-term strategy, and you're less likely to become a New Year's resolution statistic if you pick achievable goals. R stands for relevant, a goal that matters to you. My boss says he wants me to sign 10 new clients this quarter, but I really want to focus on the clients we have. Then it's not a great goal for my brain. Goals mean more if they're personal and important to you, not coming from somewhere else. Your brain finds it easier to stick to goals when they have to do with something that's really important for you. That's extra motivation for your brain to do the hard thing. Maybe saving money is too vague for you to stick to, But trying to save $1,000 to take your kids on vacation has more meaning and relevance. So it's going to be an easier and more achievable goal for your brain. Pick a goal that's relevant to your life, that actually has meaning and you want to see it achieved. Your brain will spend less energy keeping you on track. And finally, the T in SMART goals means make your goals timely. Set a time limit. Lots of resolutions have no end. Get in better shape. That's a lifelong goal, a great one, but easy for your brain to lose focus. I'm going to walk at noon on Mondays, or I'm going to put a dollar in my savings jar every time I get home from work, or I'm going to delegate five things off my to-do list by Friday, are easier for your brain to stick to because they have a defined end, a time limit. When we write our goals in a way that takes less effort for your brain, that saves energy and makes you more likely to succeed. Here's a bonus quick tip of the week to get back on track with your resolutions if you're starting to lose motivation. Take that resolution you set and break it down into super small chunks or steps. Remember, change is hard for our brains. So when we set goals or try to start a new healthy habit, your brain is going to push back. Starting super small is a great way to build momentum. I like to start with something I can do in about five to 10 minutes like go for a quick walk if my goals are around physical activity, or read for 10 minutes every night for a week. Really small goals like this work because they're specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And your brain loves succeeding. Small wins make you want to keep going. It feels good to make progress, right? But it's frustrating to lose momentum. You set a resolution of working out, but you stop going to the gym and you feel bad and guilty, which makes you less likely to go back. Small wins build momentum, stop procrastination, and help you stay on track with your goals. If you've fallen off track with your New Year's resolution, take that resolution and break it down into bite-sized chunks. Pick one you can do in 5 to 10 minutes and start with that task until it's become a habit. Then you can move on to the next step. This episode is brought to you by my free daily productivity checklist. Ever wish you had more time in your day? This free workbook will walk you through the steps I use to set up my day to maximize productivity so you can get more done without feeling totally overwhelmed or staying up all night to squeeze it all in. Download your copy of your daily productivity checklist at drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. Okay, let's do a quick review of the key takeaways you learned in this episode. Your brain's primary goal is to conserve energy. It does this by creating habits and routines to make your life easier. Change those habits and your brain burns a lot of energy and your brain doesn't like that. That's why goals and resolutions are so hard to stick to. By focusing on goals that are super specific and allow you to take a baby step approach to build momentum, your brain is less likely to push back and keep you on the couch and more likely to learn that new habit you're trying to achieve. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast.